You know why they call him Johnny Toe? Because he tows crowds to his movies. Because they are good. Talking about drug war today, but before we get into it, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast. Hope you can join us in discussion for our film due by noon, April 6th, Kobayashi's 1964 ghost story anthology, Kwaidan. The movie is available to rent on YouTube and Amazon Prime Video for three clams and free on the Criterion channel. Get ready to be scared and send your screams and any comments you may have to the show at projectorfuel@gmail.com. We'll read your comments on the air and maybe we can learn a little bit from each other. And let me know some of your favorite Japanese horror movies. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Right off the bat, our main man, Captain Zhang, dressed like a cowboy, scissor grips and takes down a drug smuggler who thought Zhang was on his side. What a ride, friend of the show Paul says. What a ride indeed. Drug man Timmy Choi is captured and then decides to comply and help Zhang bust the big ring of bad boys. Now we're revving up. All the police operations are surgical and secretive and very fun to watch, but it's Zhang who goes on the front line, impersonating two different people. One of my favorite scenes, and Paul's too, was when Zhang, as Haha, takes two hits of coke. Once their target leaves, Zhang, obviously never having done drugs before, freaks out. He's writhing all over the hotel room. His team comes in and tries to help him cool off. This felt so real, a rare scene where we get the cool cop who has to go the distance and actually feels the consequences. The movie plays out like a chess game. Zhang, king of the undercover, goes back and forth playing the sides against each other. Special shout out to Haha, as friend of the show Christina puts it, he didn't get enough time in this movie. The scene of him moving the camera slash cigarette case made friend of the show Garrett figure that this was going to turn into something more of a comedy, but it was just some levity before things got more complicated. Loved the idea of the elite duo of deaf criminals who take on the police in a blazing gunfight. Their elite status runs out by the end, however. What a climax. Timmy, the coward rat he is, is, Fs everyone over to save his own skin in spectacular fashion. There's that moment when the gunfight goes down and Timmy gets a hold of the bus. He pulls between the cops and his criminal friends, opening the doors to them. And when they come out of hiding and approach the bus, BAM! He pulls away and the cops and criminals are face to face. Diabolical. But fate has its own plans. And the deaf duo crash their car into the bus. At first I felt this was a little too silly, why fall apart now? But in a greater scheme, it was Timmy's own operation catching up with him, so I felt it fitting. And this is the best part, Zhang dies. He gets shot, our hero, and dies, seemingly before Timmy gets away. But Timmy bends down to get the keys to drive off. He stands back up, Zhang mustering any strength he has. His last breath handcuffed himself to Timmy's ankle. Genius! Zhang, dead, still wins. Completely unexpected. A righteous movie to be sure that plays fast and loose with its characters in a way us Western audiences aren't ready for. Overall, highly recommend. Not as action heavy as some of the films of Johnny's contemporary and relative by first name John Woo would do, but definitely just as enjoyable a ride. Anyway, thanks to the folks who discussed the film with me, Paul, Christina, Garrett, and Trevor, and thank you for checking out the podcast. Hope you can join us for Kwaidan. Email thoughts you have by April 6th at noon to projectorfuel.com gmail.com. Thanks to At The Work Of Reef for her picture in our profile. Hope everyone out there is taking care. Stay safe, stay home, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah.